0: Hi, I'm Cody Goff with a special sponsored podcast episode from Curiosity.com.
1: And I'm Ashley Hamer. This episode is sponsored by EMD Performance Materials, a business of Merck KGAA, Darmstadt, Germany. And it's the third episode in a five-part series we're doing to help you learn about how science and technology are being applied to drive innovation and change the world. Today, you'll get a sneak peek at some super cool cutting-edge technology that's being worked on right now. From holograms and reflective displays to photonic quantum computing. You'll also learn about the surprisingly wide range of technology we need to develop to make driverless cars as safe and reliable as we want them to be.
0: We recorded this conversation live on the showroom floor at CES 2019, the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. And our guest is Owen Lasman, the head of Performance Materials Venture Fund, M Ventures. His unit looks for forward-thinking companies that make sense to partner with and invest in as they innovate and develop new technology. Basically, Owen's job is to figure out what's the next big thing and then help everyone work together to actually make that thing happen. Pretty cool stuff.
1: Also cool is that Owen has a strong background as a chemist. If it sounds like there's a lot of science going on in his organization, that's because there is. So having a background in a field like chemistry is pretty handy for this type of work, as you're about to hear.
0: We asked Owen about what kind of technologies they've invested in recently, and here's what he told us. Let's satisfy some curiosity.
2: So we, uh, I mean, we've invested in companies from like holographic, you know, direct view hologram. So for example, this table would be projecting an image, we would be able to see a 3D image without wearing any glasses. Awesome. Um, we have a company which is making reflective displays for the educational market. So these are like, uh, it's like a liquid crystal display, but you can use it outdoor. Um, so it's very, it has a, no backlight, so very, very low power. Um, we have, um, so these are more like things that you can identify with. Mm-hmm. We also have a company which makes uh, the material that goes in. Into semiconductors for sub seven nanometer uh, nodes so this is like super techie you know yeah. hardcore semiconductor um, so yeah very very broad uh, we you know we, we've, we've done printable sensors uh, for force touch all sorts of different things like that so we, we've got a very broad range of different technologies and um, all of which have got some strategic connection to the business and all of which will be you know in in CES in you know two three four years time basically so
0: we are nerds, <laughs> and we have a lot of nerds in our audience. Yeah, I love that example you gave about the the, the seven nanometer the, yeah. the, the, <laughs> uh, semiconductor. That's incredible can you name any other really specific things that like, people will think what is that even for that come to mind where you're like well people won't really know what this is but because I, I think that, that you know, knowing the building blocks of what we're working mm-hmm. with and some of that really tiny stuff really ignites people's curiosity yeah
2: yeah yeah so I mean there's some earlier companies that we're working with I mean you may have heard of things like graphene um, mm-hmm. you know a new material a very thin material which you can make and, and really people are trying to apply this so we're looking at companies which can apply this and, and, and create a use case which nobody else has done so I don't actually like, know graphene. So it's
1: like, it's like nanostructures
2: yeah, right it's basically a flat sheet of carbon, um, and you make a, it's a monolayer, so it's very very thin. One molecule. And it has, thick. Yeah, one molecule thick. It's very very interesting properties, um, but you need to be able to produce that in a, in a fab. You can't just make it in, in your lab at university. You need to be able to scale it and oh, manufacture cool. it. So you know things like this. You know we're looking at the, the leading edge of these technologies. Quantum computing, you may have heard of. So oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're looking at you know what, what is it that na- you need to make a quantum computer. Um, you know, and there's, there's lots of science and, and, and craziness involved in that. A so. refrigerator,
0: basically, ah, well, a freezer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a at the moment,
2: but maybe not. But well, if you use light, you see, if you use photons instead of electrons, then, uh, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, can, you can avoid these kind of problems. So there's some interesting areas like this um, that, you know, we, we were exploring. So That's one of the coolest things I've heard all day.
0: Oh, using really? photons instead of- Yeah,
1: botonic, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's quantum photonic computing, photonic quantum computing. Yeah, well, good. photons
2: are interesting... No. Uh, and um, you know you need to uh, it, like the semiconductor industry is based around you know movement of electrons and, and management of electrons within a device um, there's nothing to say that you can't do that with optics and people have been working on that for a long time but it's never really um, oh, yeah, hit the, the market telecoms use it a lot things like this and obviously you've heard of like 5g that's been a big thing this week right yeah. everybody's talking about 5g but you know 5g needs antenna you need to receive the signal so you, there's a lot of material innovation needed to bring these technologies to, to uh, you know, it's it's okay theoretically saying you can do this, this and this, but at some point you have to put some bits of stuff together to, to make that device and yeah. uh, and that that's where we're that's where we're focused.
0: That's great. <laughs> now, I love those answers because again it's it's like it's so easy to read an article about a, a new product or a new technology or some yeah. science article and it says, Okay, here's all this development we made in this area and here's this idea we had and oh here's the problem with it. But then when you say something like, Oh, what if we use photons instead of electrons? Well then the problem goes away because the entire given goes away Yeah, but you create a whole stack of
2: different problems <laughs> where, which is where the fun is right because if it wasn't hard it wouldn't be fun so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but, but that's, yeah.
0: that's 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 chemistry and yeah, that's science yeah. in general right yeah, 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 it yeah. takes a long time for all this stuff to, to happen I mean yeah. you know, 10, 15 well, I mean, and I think that's
2: part of the overall philosophy in performance materials I mean what well, we use chemistry to create physics right that, that, that's really the fundamental crux of what we do so this beautiful window you have behind you I mean there's, a, there's chemistry in there but we're managing light with that and yeah. so we're really developing materials that help us to you know, modulate light, modulate electricity, and, th- and that's really the core of, uh, of what we do. So it's, uh, it's 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 turning chemistry into physics.
0: <laughs> are all the scientists that work for you geniuses? <laughs> like really geniuses?
2: Uh, I, I, I'm gonna just check if any of them are. Out. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course they are. Yeah, yeah, all in their own special ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It's just the, the ability to to for the big picture thinking. Yeah,
2: it's really a unique thing. Well, it's a kind of you've got to go deep, and you've got to go. You've got to you've got to think about the big picture, but you've also got to think about the detail. I mean, there's a really, as I say, you know, I wouldn't say any of us are, are geni, geniuses, but what we are is is uh, curious, and we want to, we want to like solve the problems, right? Whether that's a financial problem or a chemical problem or a manufacturing problem, you know, these are the things that get us out of bed in the morning and uh, and, and keep us excited. So, um, and when you have solve that problem, you know, it's. Fantastic, and you move on to the next one. So
0: yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Cool. Um, any other uh, major projects or or um, ventures or anything you want to touch on before we can wrap up? Um, I can't really talk about all the things we've got in the pipeline, but
2: yeah, there's some really exciting things coming next year. Um, we've got some really interesting companies we're looking at. You know, um, especially in the fields of like autonomous driving. Uh, you know, trying to really get the cost of these like sensors um, into the, into manageable uh, uh, numbers. So you know, for example, lidar, um, infrared. Imaging, these are all like really kind of expensive technology at the moment. So, trying to find technologies which enable these to be, uh, you know, commoditized ultimately but but brought into the affordable range that people can really build a car with like sensors all around instead of this big thing spinny thing on the roof mm-hmm. right yeah the big um, uh, spinning camera or yeah whatever. exactly right so you know you're not you really um there's there's the proof they're proving the concept of these different technologies but there's still a lot of work to do to develop the the, the individual components down to a level which can be integrated into uh you know commercial products uh.
1: autonomous vehicles also known as driverless cars could open up a whole new world of possibilities Imagine a future where there's less congestion, less pollution, fewer accidents, and more efficient, productive travel. In this future, there's no driver fatigue. Driving will be safer, more accessible to everyone, more energy efficient, and more fun. You can sit back and relax with your legs stretched out and the wind blowing on your face, sipping on a cup of coffee and enjoying the beautiful morning while you're driven to your destination. That's how driverless cars are set to transform the driving experience. Whenever you need a ride, all you have to do is pull out your smart device and request a service. The vehicle will arrive instantly, drop you at your destination, then pull out to pick up someone else. So what are those individual components Owen was talking about that we need to develop to make this future a reality? Well, fully autonomous driving vehicles need chips that serve as artificial brains to process information. They also need sensors, which act as eyes to see activity far ahead on their routes. Beyond all that, it's estimated that driverless cars will generate and consume about 40 terabytes of data for every eight hours of driving. That's a lot of data. This will demand innovative chip designs based on new materials and production processes. Reliable and powerful modern microchips and sensors will help next-generation cars achieve higher performance, the ability to embed high-tech gadgets, smaller form factors, and better interconnectivity. Owen and others at EMD are already thinking about all of these components and more.
0: We've heard driverless cars mentioned a couple times, and I I was thinking about that, and I'm like, what... What materials do we need? Because we have cars, people are just developing AI. That's the big challenge, right? But yeah, but no. yeah, as I
2: say, you have a lot of sensors, and you know, for example, you've seen in the news. I mean, um, you only need one accident to, to create a lot of bad press, yeah. um, and, and nobody wants. I mean, nobody wants to um, be responsible for, for an injury. Um, so you know, if you have um, you know, you've got to bit of objects, you've got to be able to do that fast. Um, and you've got to be able to do it accurately, even when it's snowing, when it's raining, when it's dark. Um, and you also need to be able to like coordinate all these different uh, movements. You know, there's going to be a period where you have driverless cars and and driver cars on the road at the same time. How do you manage these things? And it needs, you know, you need to go overkill on the sensors um, and then on the AI and things like that. So the AI is good but it has to have input. You need to have something to feed it and it needs to have an accurate picture of the world around it. Right. So the more different complementary technologies you can build in there into the devices um, the, the, the more secure and the more safe it is for everybody. So so there's still a lot to do there. I yeah,
1: I, I got the chance to drive my father's Tesla um, oh, a few cool. months ago yeah. and yeah it, it, it can recognize most of the cars on the road and it even tells you kind of what shape they are but yeah, it gets things wrong uh, yeah. you know, still. And that's
2: okay when you're behind the wheel but ultimately when when you're, you know, when you're using your app to dial the car to take you from place to place, you don't want to be uh, worried about that kind of thing. And uh, um, So there's, 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 a, there's still a lot of innovation in that space to do. Yeah.
1: The future of technology will require even more innovation than what Owen's referencing. Since he briefly touched on it, let's take artificial intelligence, for example. Specifically, the AI approach known as deep learning. It's advancing rapidly, and it's the next wave of highly disruptive technology that will have massive impact on our society and the way we live and work in the future. Deep learning can take huge amounts of data from a particular field and use it to make predictions and decisions with superhuman accuracy. The impact of artificial intelligence on healthcare will be life changing. Take cancer, for example, which affects more than 18 million people worldwide. AI is already being used to diagnose, detect, and treat cancer with greater accuracy every day. And it doesn't stop with cancer. These new deep learning systems can detect and help treat other illnesses such as early-stage heart disease, Alzheimer's and other types of dementia, and rare diseases and genetic disorders. Applications based on artificial intelligence rely on increasingly powerful, smaller, and more efficient processors. And at the core of it is a microchip. EMD's specialty chemicals and technical solutions are an important driver of digital technologies, and that includes AI systems. Many modern electronics applications would be unthinkable without the company's high-tech solutions in display, semiconductors, and surface solutions.
2: And even, you know, in the, in the mobile space, I mean, you know, you see now that things are starting to plateau, you know, you can only make it so thin, the bezel, you can only make the notch in different places, you know, what's coming next in those things, you know, will it be, I mean, the, the, the weak link, you've got this huge uh, bandwidth from 5G, you've got all of this computing power in the device, but you still interact with it with two thumbs right Great. so you know surely the you know the, the thing to think about is how do we use our how do we try and improve that interface between us and the machines and that's going to be a really big interesting area
0: uh, in the future so. sounds like it's already a really big interesting area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. cool well uh, thank you again we were talking to Owen Lasman, head of performance materials venture fund and ventures thank so you this very much is fascinating this is stuff fascinating. <laughs> we're going to keep an eye on everything you're up well as much of what you're up to as we can oh it's we're all on the website to. it's all on our website <laughs> All right. we'll yeah. get people there then thank you Again.
1: Thanks for listening to this special episode of Curiosity Daily, sponsored by EMD Performance Materials, a business of Merck KGAA, Darmstadt, Germany.
0: We'll be back next week with the fourth edition of our miniseries to help you learn about how science and technology are being applied to drive innovation and change the world.
1: In the meantime, join us again tomorrow for a regular edition of the award-winning Curiosity Daily to learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Ashley Hamer.
0: And I'm Cody Goff.
1: Stay curious